Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, <laughs> having the earphones ripped off my head by an angry gorilla. Brother, settle in. It's so, Christmas coming. It's all going to get better. I'm getting excited, mate, because it's on the countdown for the... Anyway, we should say good morning to the listeners. Well, good morning to the listeners, yes. Hope you're enjoying your uh, breakfast uh, this morning, because uh, we've only got, what, three weeks to go? Indeed. The picnic tomorrow? Indeed. What else we got to look forward to? We've yeah. got... got uh, Colin to look forward to. Good morning. And uh, Buster Bustling. Bus- Bustling Buster. Morning all. Oh, oh how's that? Right. Cool as, cool hey, as. Cool He's cool like as. that. He sounds like, the, what's that bloke that sings like that? that what's his name? The, the, the big, nah, not <laughs> Kamal. 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 Barry White. Well, no. R- Rolf Harris. <laughs> <laughs> you're, oh. think, you're thinking of the man in black. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, Bustling uh, Buster is here this morning because guess who absolutely failed miserably to make it to the end of the season? <laughs> He's just stuck. Stuck in another world. Anyway, good morning, Buzzer. I hope uh, you're uh, enjoying your little adjournment from the Concrete Gang. We'll see you next year. Two, oh, weeks oh, run, oh. two weeks running. He's not enjoying it as much as we are. <laughs> anyway, let's just get serious now because the Concrete Gang uh, wishes to uh, send our sympathy and condolences to Alison and all the family of Johnny Parker who passed away so tragically uh, last weekend. John was an organiser for... First of all, the ASC and J. Yeah, I think he ended up assistant secretary of the ASC and J in the in the old days, and uh, then became a trainer, and then an organizer for the CFMEU. 
And Johnny Parker was old-fashioned bloke, good country boy, and I tell you what, he would drive any distance to get to uh, where the members were working and look after their interests. He did, of course, have a favourite phrase, let's put the car across the drive, uh, and did it quite often. A few uh, (coughs) prosecutions, Nigel Hatchkiss didn't like him, so that's a... uh, Definitely a gold star on the forehead for the late Johnny Parker, who was, as we say, a country boy, and he is uh, going to be remembered next Wednesday afternoon, 2 o'clock, Warrigal Showgrounds. There will be a memorial service uh, at a little venue within the showgrounds called Danny's. So 2 o'clock, South Road, Warrigal, at the Warrigal Showgrounds. Hope we can see a lot of people there, because Johnny Parker did a hell of a lot of work for not just... CFMEU, but for the trade union movement generally. He was Secretary of the Gippsland Trades and Labor Council and also for the Gippsland community and before that in Ballarat, Bendigo and all places north-west of those two cities. Anyway, Vale, Johnny Parker, great bloke. Hey. Hey. Rightio, we've got uh, the picnic tomorrow. Yes. Let's have a let's have a report from the gorilla about how he's going to organise the picnic. <laughs> well, I've got the sack, um, so. Uh, well, things are improving. <laughs> the, apparently, they've got um, I don't know some mob running it now, so we don't have to be at the um, front gate and all that. But anyway, so uh, but but I'll still be there because we're going to be handing out the concrete gang uh, fridge magnets and uh, stickers and that. So we'll be kicking around the picnic out the front gate. So. Make sure if you have a look for us and get your fridge magnet, they're fantastic. Old String Bean's done a marvellous job there. And make sure you have a look at the old Pro Build jobs right at the front of, the, of Caulfield. They'll see the banners up there. The boys have all thrown some money in together and bought, bought a banner that welcome you to the, to the picnic. So it's it's a good start today when you see that on a construction site. It's going to be a fantastic day. They've gone the speed. No expense of getting all the um, right gadgets and uh, gear for all the kids and and music and all sorts of things. So they're, they're trying to improve it every year. I think we've improved every year. It gets better and better. So look forward to make sure you're having your day. And when you go in there, make sure you get your ticket stamped so you can get paid. Most important because the bosses now are making sure if you don't come back with your ticket stamped, you don't get paid. So one way of keeping the, the, um, the, the picnic going is make sure you support it by buying a ticket and secondly by turning up. So but look forward. I think it's, the weather's going to be great, and I think it'll be a fantastic day. What do, you, what, what do you think about that, brothers? Yeah, it's going to be great. Well, it's not only going to be great, it's probably potentially going to be one of the biggest picnics we've ever had in Melbourne. And when you add all the regional picnics to that, it is probably one of, <coughs> in fact, it is one of the biggest union events anywhere in the country. So... To uh, all the people involved in the picnic committee and all the people involved in picnic uh, committees all around the state, well done. And I'm sure that they'll be looking forward to the end of uh, the picnic tomorrow because it's a lot of hard work goes in and they all need to uh, have a little sit down and a quiet aisle and uh, just look back on what is going to be a very good day out for all the members and their families. And the weather's looking fantastic too. Yeah, it's a good thing about it. It's a good way of catching up blokes you haven't seen around the industry for years. You, you, you see some uh, you know, blokes, you see families grow up every year. You, you get there and you see a blokes and the kids and, you know, it's fantastic. It's a really good day. The good thing is uh, um, 
now it's at Caulfield. They haven't got that running race because I remember one bloke that's on this panel, we used to have to wait, you know, that to put the lights on, wait for him to come home. People would still be leaving about up past 11 at night waiting for someone to get over the finishing line. At least I could get around 1.6 kilometres, unlike a certain other party who could go nameless, so he likes to talk about it. I didn't right mention on. any name. Did I mention any name? You didn't? I didn't mention the uh, name, did I? Yeah. But you alluded to one. Yeah, several what, what times. What they say about the milling dog or pack of wolves? What is it? <laughs> Throw a rock into a pack of melon dogs. The one that yelps the loudest is the one you hit me. Hit me right between the, the eyes. eyes. <laughs> but I did it. And the snake charm is not coming. Look at <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no more snake stories. That's it. It could be a. Sorry, uh, sorry. I, 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 I think could, we should remember him. He sort of. He nearly fell off the perch. The old prophet, snake charmer. Prophet of doom. Anyway, uh, just also on the subject of get-togethers, last week, last Thursday, was the uh, Retired and Life Members uh, Christmas uh, lunch, and it was a highly successful and much-enjoyed day out, I can tell you, because they were still leaving at half past three in the afternoon, and most of them were planning on kicking on elsewhere. Fantastic. So all of those blokes, and it was great to see some of the the blokes that uh, were there. How many were there, Warren? Over 120. That's fantastic. And uh, there's a lot of blokes who obviously couldn't get there because they ain't been in the best of health. And uh, a cheerio to Johnny Canning, uh, cheerio also to Peter Voigt and a couple of other blokes whose names will come back to me, I'm sure, as I talk, who have not been in the best of health. But some of them, I've got to tell you, my uh, great uh, friend and... uh, a great leader of the trade union movement was there yesterday, Normie Wallace. Wallace. Absolute great man, Normie Wallace. And uh, as he said, hearing ain't the best, but I'll tell you what, the brain was working absolutely brilliantly. He summed up the situation of where the trade union movement was, what had to be done. He did it in about five seconds. And I'll tell you what, with some of our leaders these days in the trade union movement, and we won't mention some of the ex-leaders of the trade union movement who spruik so much, they could learn a lot from a bloke like Normie Wallace. A bloke bloke who actually was part of the uh, commando uh, force that entered uh, Singapore Harbour and mined all the Japanese warships and uh, lived to to, uh, work in the building industry and bring a whole lot of that... uh, determination and dedication to the task. So cheerio to all those boys. Yeah. There'll be a lot of pictures and stuff in the next journal. And uh, i got to say, there was the usual uh, attendees, but a new attendee, the lovely Edna. Oh, yeah. Edna Excellent. was invited along, yeah, and uh, Edna was uh, a... Well, what will we say? An absolute stalwart of all the uh, jobs and the crane crews, the blokes uh, rigging cranes and pulling them down. Edna would turn up with coffee and uh, donuts and stuff and uh, look after a lot of blokes uh, on some very hard shifts and uh, she was uh, recognised yesterday. I think she was made life member of the FEDFA yeah, too. That's I think. right. And she is you, indeed. You people don't know, uh, as, Ralph, uh, as Warren uh, touched on there... Um, Fred, she, Barry, Gareth, Gareth and uh, Gavin and I'm just, trying, I'm just trying to get a word in here. That's all I'm trying to do. But she used to come around and uh, on the on the Sundays, the weekends, when the blokes putting the cranes up and uh, bring cakes and scones and stuff and drinks for all the boys out of her own kick, you know. So she's got a heart of gold, but she'd never forget her. She's a good person, you know. You know. 
uh, you know, doing what she did out of her own kick. So I think she should never be forgotten, looked after well as the union's doing. And the union should be congratulated on the, the uh, past members' uh, turn and all that because that, in that room there was 120 blokes. They're the blokes have fought for all the, all the conditions we've got here today and they should be celebrated and they should be looked after as well as we can. And it's a fantastic effort by the union. I hope it gets better and stronger and goes on forever. Here, here, gorilla. Right, oh, and uh, some of them were probably uh, retired members and that, and younger than me. But never mind. Moving right along. Yeah, we're going to cut to a track here. We're going to cut to a track, and uh, this is REM. No, no, it's not. Are yes, doing, it is. Are doing that one? It's oh, REM, geez. and it's uh, a long track, but we'll ha- which we'll have to cut short. Just uh, well, let's just cut a short in now, memory <laughs> of Johnny Parker. Awesome. There it is. REM, everybody hurts. And that's just uh, a quieter moment to remember the one and only Johnny Parker who put so much into the trade union movement and his community. And uh, we hope to see uh, as many people as possible next Wednesday at the Warrigal Showgrounds, South Road, Warrigal, to the remember the life and contribution of Johnny Parker. And Johnny Parker actually worked on a job where I can say I appeared the start of my illustrious career in the construction industry. I a worked. Bit like, a bit like your good self, I Gorilla. Worked. I was a brickie's labour. I worked like a slave down there. Yeah, well, I worked for the major contractor, so I didn't. Um, <laughs> was that appearance money? Uh, oh, I, uh, I regularly jumped the fence for a sad day at home. But not actually... Uh, anyway, we won't go into that. There was a lot of people worked there. What about you knew there was going to be a bomb scare? All the boats were in the car park, remember? <laughs> All on the trailers on a yeah. Wednesday. Midweek races, off we go. I actually... I picked four out of five winners at uh, Cranbourne one meeting. Oh, I don't believe that. And after that, it went downhill, so I gave a betting away. It wasn't any good. Never at least I had enough sense to give it away. But anyway, we won't go into that. Ooh, another one in the ribs. Another one in the ribs. <laughs> about you? Yeah. Gorilla, how are you feeling? Anyway, bruised, mate? Think one, day, mate think one day, what we will do is have a, uh, a little um, memory session on the uh, Caram Down shit farm. Yes. Because the number of people that worked there that went on to become uh, serious activists in the uh, trade union movement and make a contribution included a whole lot of people, not just uh, Johnny Parker, but uh, blokes like uh, Johnny Canning. Uh, there was Johnny Martin. McPartland. Uh, heaps and heaps of people. Martin Bingham. Indeed. And uh, yesterday, uh, yeah. uh, a couple of the blokes were at the... Uh, at the function for the retired members. So we might just do a little session on that later because between the shit farm and the Westgate Bridge, there's a hell of a lot of people yeah, right, that yeah. then went on to provide the leadership of a number of unions over a long period of time. And we won't talk about all the other stuff that went on on the job. Righto, moving right along. Uh, this week there was a decision 
handed down by a full court of the High Court dealing with sham contracting. And uh, that's an interesting problem at any time, but what the High Court has actually done has handed down a decision which closed off a loophole which was being used by various parties. And basically how it works is major contractor employs subcontractor who then employs gang leader who employs so-called subcontractors, independent contractors. Now, the problem for the major subby is that he's now going to be held responsible for those people. If they are not genuine independent contractors, he's wearing it. So the old days, only a couple of weeks ago, what he could do was put the gang leader in between and exploit the loophole. So it was not a case of sham contracting because there was this other party in between. What the uh, High Court has decided is the Fair Work Act is very clear. doesn't matter how many people you stick in between. If you're providing the labour, however you are providing the labour, you are responsible. So, folks, the plastering industry might have a bit of a problem. And it's all going to be because the High Court decided that they are crooks. Oh, dear, how sad. Moving right along. So look at what's coming? Well, I tell you what. The decision was made in relation to Quest, which is a... Uh, Basically, a uh, hotel uh, apartment type business. But uh, there, the housekeepers were employed by a gang leader, for want of a better term, who in turn provided the labour to Quest. And Quest have been held responsible for those people. So I guess that decision, from my mind, and having taken some uh, legal review of the decision applies to every case of sham contracting in the construction industry and one party in particular, for those who know and love troubleshooters. Oh, yeah. Even what they've got on their website is a breach of this decision of the High Court and therefore a breach of the Fair Work Act. Oh, dear, Chris, enjoy. Righto, moving right along. Where there was a, uh, a raid, as people would know, at the Canberra office of the union, followed by another raid at the Queensland branch of the union, where the Turk task force went charging in the door and did some very unchristian things, and now they've been held to account. They certainly have, and uh, as we know... As we know, eating McDonald's isn't illegal, but it was an operational security uh, measure that the uh, Australian Federal Police said that uh, they were they uh, while they were raiding the office, they actually went and had McDonald's. So that became part of their whole. Did they pay for it? I have no idea. Were they part of that deal that McDonald's give coppers free McDonald's? Well, maybe, maybe. But they were they were corruption. They were seen on security camera during the raid at McDonald's. And that actually became part of the raid. So that just shows how absolutely ridiculous it all was. And they have to return all the paperwork they confiscated, I believe. And uh, it's an illegal raid. It's been deemed an illegal raid. It's and fantastic. Destroy, and destroy all the electronic uh, information they collected. 
So they weren't in turn raiding McDonald's as well? Maybe that's how they got it for free. <laughs> Maybe they should have. Maybe they should have. <laughs> they were trying to give Ronald McDonald the high hard one, I think, or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. all, the ha- all the hamburger. <laughs> anyway, yeah. our good friends from the Turk Eric. Task Force, that's called formerly, I think, Task Force Hercules, are uh, still running around our industry. They're trying to interview all sorts of people and uh, they are asking people to come along and have a talk about the industry. Anyway. They're trying to find friends. They're trying to find friends uh, because the task force is going to continue, we think, even though the Royal Commission is coming to an end at the 31st of this month. Also, I should add that the Queensland branch is also taking legal action in the... uh, Supreme Court of Queensland against the Turk Task Force and hopefully we'll have a few more precedents created about how the police uh, can have any say in industrial affairs. All right, well, we better get on to the uh, scallywags. We're running out of time there, brothers. Right, just one last oh, thing. Sorry, Christmas no. push. Don't yes. forget. Oh, yes, 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 yes. There are too many people out there. There's injuries are going up. And there could be fatalities, unfortunately, as the push goes on. So if you reckon you're getting pushed, put the old hand up and say no. Push back. Push back. Righto, scallywags. Yep, i uh, got a couple there, uh, Warren. Uh, fiasco formwork on a, uh, yeah, fiasco, <laughs> fiasco by name, oh. fiasco, by, fiasco by nature. Um, and it, hey, Cisco, oh, fiasco. <laughs> It's a, it's a problem in the industry where uh, form workers, concreters go onto these jobs that they they reckon are non-union. They've got an agreement with with, with the branch, uh, and then they decide, oh well, we don't have to pay Seabus or Inkalink all the side allowance because there's nobody here watching me, basically. And then uh, come the end of the job, all the boys come into the office and say we were on a uh, commercial job, uh, employed by in this case Fiasco Formwork. Um, we want our Seabus, our Inkalink. And our side allowance. And uh, all of a sudden, the builder's involved and he's got to put his hand in his pocket and things have to be fixed up because all sorts of promises were made at the beginning of the job that, uh, you know, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll be right. You just quote it this way and you'll get the job. Uh, and uh, all of a sudden, people are owed a lot of money. And a lot of, a lot of these concreters are uh, in, in strife at the moment for doing that. And Rabbit, you're right. You're 100% right because the, the, they work for these non-EBA bills. And the reason they get the jobs is because they sacrifice the members' super, Inkalink and RDOs. That's how they get the jobs. Yep. And uh, we should just mention that uh, last week a certain party uh, got uh, named Solcrete. And this week they put off 40 bikes. Yeah, a perennial... Uh Problem. Anyway, just before the 10 days kicks in where you've got to pay the public holidays. Righto, we've also got Spec Builders. Yes. Our, our old mate, Mal Rattel. Yes, old Mal. Uh, once again, this is tied to the push at the end of the year, trying to hand the uh, the apartment block over to its owner prior to the break. So uh, turn up on the job, no traffic management, no power line spotter. Where are they? Oh, they're here on the job somewhere. They've been told to go up and, and clean rooms and do all sorts of things. And uh, boom lift working perilously close to the power lines. Um, you know, the spotter's not in place. Everything was wrong about that job. Absolutely everything. On a, on a main road out in uh, Camberwell Road, um, not good enough, Mal. Not good enough. 
Righto. Now we've got Voss, the builders down in uh, Tassie, who have done everything wrong that they can possibly do. We've got Kilmay and uh, Lexicon, who are absolutely breaking the uh, 40 metre limit. 42 metres, got the crane up. Yep. And uh, we've also got uh, our good friend Brussels. Brussels, buying tickets for ACDC in the mosh pit. I'll be the oldest bloke in the mosh pit. Brussels, you're going to win this, son, the way you're going. And last but not least, Sookie Lala Award of the Year. He's going to win it. Michael Clemenger. The greatest whinger we've had so far. Every time he gets a mention, he, he's whinging, he's sending text messages, sending he threatening to send visa, visa workers to his jobs and all that. And uh, well, young Michael, the way you're going, mate, you're gonna you're gonna be, you're gonna make yourself a star on the show. I could just see him sitting in the driveway on Sunday morning, listening to the Concrete Gang in his car, yeah, uh, yeah. and his and his two door Mercedes, <laughs> yeah. with the sunroof yeah, open, yeah, yeah, his big buff head sticking out. The, the, oh, but... <laughs> G'day, Mike. Of course, Yap Yap would be the one telling what's going on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right, okay. who's won it? Who's won it? I'm, uh, oh, listen. I'm going, I'm going Brussels. Let's give it the Brussels. No, no, no. Nah, too hard, isn't it? That's, that's a crime against humanity. Yeah, but I, it won't be, you in the mo- <laughs> won't be you in the mosh pit, will it? You'll be right, mate. You'll be right. I'm a bit inclined on, to go for Fiasco. Yeah. Well, fiasco it's it fiasco. is. Fiasco. Fiasco. All right, congratulations. And we'll go out the same old way. Dare to struggle, dare, dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you'll you lose. lose. We're going out. the concrete gang, and we're going out with a track dedicated to our mate Michael. Michael. It's Dingo's going down again. <laughs> You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.